Hello and welcome to Bo Sox Rocks Podcast, where we talk about Red Sox and all things Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Robbie, and let's get on to the show. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking with Ken. Hello, Ken. How are you doing today? Good, Robbie. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking, and thank you for coming, too. No problem. Um, so you are, are a Sox fan, and you have been. Um, who is your favorite player, either current or past? Um, my favorite player is probably Carlton Fisk. Ever, um, I because I was also a catcher when I was in Little League too, so he was the guy I liked the best. Plus, I loved back in the seventies. I loved the way he um fueled the rivalry between the Yankees and the Red Sox all the time and was, you know, really led the team in that aspect. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about trades um, from the trade deadline. Now, Mitch Marland has, was one of the biggest names traded from the Red Sox to the Padres for third baseman Hudson Potts and outfield Jason Rosario. Um, do you agree with this trade? And if not, who more do you think we could have gotten or – what do you think we could have done differently with trading Mitch Moreland? Um, I think overall it was a good trade. I mean, Moreland is almost like a platoon player, isn't he? I mean, he was he was a good player, but, you know, they, they needed to um, – the Red Sox definitely need to rebuild. Um, you know, I, I don't think he was good enough to get a pitcher. Pitching is what they I feel the Red Sox really need. But from what I read about Potts and Rosario, they're both very good players. Um, especially Rosario, I guess he's lightning fast. And I know, you know, they're always looking to trade uh, Bradley. So he might step in where Bradley, Bradley leaves off. Um, so, no, I think they did well. I think they, I think that was a really fair trade for them. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they, they might've been able to, um, you know, get a pitcher for Moreland. Um, you know, we don't really need a third baseman. We have Devers, we have Dahlbeck. We have Chavis, right. we have, um, you know, we have Bogarts at short, we have Jonathan Aruz, he'll be short, he could play third too. Um, I really do think we could have gotten a pitcher from that, but I, and, you know, Mitch Moreland did have a club option for next season. Um, Red Sox could have easily gotten him for $3 million. Um, it would have been a steal, but, you know, it, it had to be done. But um I, I yeah. I don't think offense is really their problem. I think it's really their pitching is their problem. Yeah. Um, but some other moves for the Sox were trading Kevin Pillar to the Rockies for a player to be named later and international slot money. And Josh Osich was also traded to the Cubs for a player to be named later. Um, you know, I personally agree with these moves. I think international slot money is, you know, extremely valuable. Um, cause they can get a really good player from overseas. Um, and you know, player, player to be named later could be great. Um, I don't think they've announced who the player to be named later was yet, but it could be, um, someone good. Um, what, what do you think about those trades? I agree. I mean, I like Pilar as a player, but they have so many outfielders there. There's a glut in the outfield. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you can get something for him, that'd be great. I think he was a one-year contract anyway. And 
you you know, I mean, again, you're trying to retool, and if your scouting is good, I think, you know, this can turn into a win. It really depends upon how good your scouting is for these international players. Yeah, um, you know, Kim Pillar, he played he played well, honestly, better than I thought he would play. But you know, I think we did need to get rid of one outfielder, and I think they would have rather traded Kim Pillar rather than. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, because Jackie Bradley Jr. has been part of this team for a while. Um, you know, it'd be really sad to see him go. And Kevin Pillar is also getting older. Um, so I don't, I don't think they would have re-signed him. And I, I think that um, they, they were able to get something from him that, that was good. Um, but for, you know, for MLB... Uh, the Padres trade a lot of play, trade for a lot of players, and I I think they won the deadline because they um they acquired you know Mike Clevenger, Greg Allen, Trevor Rosenthal, Mitch Moreland as we said before, Austin Nola, and even more. But um you know you can also say the Blue Jays um had a good deadline. <clears throat> they um acquired Jonathan VR, Robbie Ray, Tajan Walker. Um, what team do you think won the deadline? What trades do you think were most important to their teams? Well, I always think in the, in the deadline, you know, usually pitching wins the playoffs. So um, I'm going to lean towards the Padres because they got Clevenger. He's just terrific. It, you know, it just – and it's, I'm, not, I'm not even sure of the format this year because of the, the COVID, but – Teams with the best pitching usually win. Teams that slug the ball and hit the ball, you know, over 160 games, yeah, it looks impressive. But when you get in those those series, those five-game, seven-game series, usually pitching is the key to winning. Yeah. Um, now, now they um, – earlier in the season, they um, expanded the postseason to 16 teams, eight teams for each league would be the top two teams in each division and then two wild card. Um, after, you know, what we've seen from teams at the deadline, who who are your dark horse or, you know, playoff predictions um, for the playoffs? For for the American League? Oh, uh, for both for leagues. The, you want. For both leagues. Oh, okay. It's hard to say. Um I really like Tampa. I think Tampa Tampa's a strong team. Tampa, I mean, showed that they could do it. And, again, they have a strong pitching staff, you know. Um, and, really, the Cubs are playing very well. The Cubs are playing very well. So, I'm, I'm going to go Tampa and the Cubs. Yeah, that, that, would, be, that would be a good word, word, uh, sorry, world series. Um, you know, uh, Tampa Bay has um had some great players, um, especially like Brandon Lau. Um, he's been terrific this season. Um, and then their pitching their pitching has been great. Um, Brandon Lau honestly could be one of the top candidates for MVP this season. Um, what what do you think? Uh, who do you think could win the MVP for the American League? It could be Brandon Lau. It could be Mike Trout. Mike Trout's hitting well too, and he's yeah, always well, up there. He did. Um, I think last night, uh, he hit he hit his three hundredth career home run. 
Correct. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Um. You know, the thing is, MVP is most valuable player, not best player. You know, Mike Trout. He he's a great player, but he didn't. He doesn't do anything for his team. The team still sucks. You know, <laughs> like like someone like Brandon Lau. He's helping his team. He's doing well. Um, you know, if you want, like, if you want to rename the award best player, go for it. But it's MVP, not best player. You know. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I, you know, I do. Yeah. Um, it's it's a difficult it's a difficult distinction to make too. You know, I mean. You know, if your team's not doing well and you get a sniff at the playoffs, it's usually because of your best player. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you call it? I remember years ago, what was his name? Cabrera. Cabrera won the Triple Crown, and I think he won the MVP award that year too. Yeah. And I thought Trout I thought Trout was a better player than – I mean, Cabrera was a great hitter, but Trout was a great hitter, and he was a great outfielder, and he stole bases. I mean, he could do it all. Cabrera couldn't do that. Yeah. You know, he wasn't – you know, so – yeah, it's it's a difficult thing. It's, some people there's it seems like there's two camps, like just like you said, best player or the best player on that team that helps that team win. Right, right. Um. Also, you know Shane Bieber, he has been break. He's been a breakout player. He won. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. He won the All Star Game MVP last year, and he also um, he's been pitching really really well this year. Um, I think he's six and zero. Um, I could be mistaken, but I think he's six and zero. Um, he's probably the lead candidate for AL MVP, or not, not MVP. Uh, Cy Young. Oh. And um, you know the Indians also have you know have a chance to make the playoffs because you know they have great pitching. They do. They do. And he could win MVP. I think there's been a few pitchers that won Cy Young and MVP in the same year. Yeah. Um, didn't, but B, Shane Bieber, didn't he come from the Indians? Yeah, Shane Bieber's on the Indians. Yeah. And they traded. They, well, I thought they traded. No, Clevenger. Clevenger. Yeah, Clevenger was traded from the Indians to the Padres. Yeah. So that, that was an interesting move. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think they only did it because, um, you know, Trade rumors were speculating when Clevenger and Plesak both um, broke quarantine rules um, for the MLB. Um, um, and I think the Indians were looking to deal at least one of them. Um, got it. But I, th- I think Mike Clevenger was a better, better one to deal um, than... Zach Plesak, because Zach Plesak, um, you know, he can, he'll be a star. He can, he's under a club option for, I think, three more years. Um, he, he's, he's going to be great, um, you know, in the future. I agree. Um, now, the Red Sox. They've won two in a row. Um, they won the last game of the doubleheader on Friday, um, mm-hmm. where Chris Mazza started, and um, honestly pitched 
pretty well. Um, solid start by him. And then yesterday, the Red Sox won um, against the Blue Jays 9-8. Um, after one, Ryan Weber started, um, pitched great, giving up only two runs and, and five hits over, over five innings. Um, you know, when Josh Taylor came in, it was a completely different story. He gave up three runs in only one inning. Um, Phillips Valdez earned a blow save, blown save, giving up three runs. But, you know, Mike Kickham, one of the newest Sox members, went two innings, earned a win in last night's game. Um, their offense, it was great. Um, they scored, they scored nine runs, um, which is great for them. Um, you know, the Blue, the Blue Jays, were leading eight to seven in the bottom of the ninth. Looked like they were gonna win, but Xander Bogarts thought completely otherwise and blasted a solo home run to left center field to tie it up at eight. You know, something to note would be how great Yario Munoz Munoz has been for the Red Sox. He's had six hits over two games of the doubleheader on Friday, including a two run shot and four doubles, and another hit last night, including a walk off fielder's choice to win the game. Um, so what are your thoughts about how the Sox have been doing these past few games, especially with Yario Munoz being so surprisingly good? Well, I think it's encouraging to see the starters doing well, you know, because pitching seems like such a weakness for the Sox. I was very happy to see, you know, them win three to two. And then last night was Weber. He, I think they had a four run lead. I mean, he only allowed two runs until, until, they came in until the the relievers came in. So that was very encouraging. Um, you know, and even the guy who blew the save, what was his name again? Phillips Valdez. He had he had like a two ERA, I think. I mean, he's been very good, I think. He think just was bad bad night last night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a sub one ERA a few nights yeah. ago. No. Yeah. So I'm I'm encouraged by the starting pitcher. It's good to see something there. Um, it, it was nice to see the power. I think the Red Sox hit five home runs. And um, yeah, they had uh, Jason Martinez, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., Bobby mm-hmm. Dahlbeck, Xander Bogarts. Um, there might have been one more. can't remember. Uh, oh, you said Bogarts, right? You said yeah. Bogarts. J.D. Uh, Martinez. Oh, D- Devers. Didn't Devers hit a home oh, run? Oh, yeah, Devers hit one, yeah. So um, it's it's good to see the power. I mean, you know, Devers and Bogarts and Martinez are going to be good. Hopefully, I mean, I think Dahlbeck, that's his second home run, right? I think. Yeah, Dahlbeck. You know, that was a shot. So, you know, I'd like to see him get going. And that would be nice to have a power hitting first baseman. That's a traditional thing. So, you know, like I said, it was good. The, the relieving situation is a little suspect, I guess. But, you know, it was good to see them not give up. Uh, the new... What's his name? The new outfielder, Jarno. Yeah, Yeah, he came in hot. Um, He came in real hot. I know. And and, and there's been batters like that that come in hot, and then they cool down. Let's just hope he can keep sustaining what he's doing, and he might find himself out in left field. Yeah. um, He did very well. Did very well. You know, it's. I think it's a little too early to jump all over him and say he's, you know, going to be a great player because I've seen guys – come out hot and then just fizzle out too. But it was good to see them not give up either. I mean, they didn't, they could have given up. They could have been discouraged, but they, they kept fighting and it was, you know, 
Vasquez, I mean, didn't he steal a base? I think he stole a base in the end, uh, right? Yeah, he stole he stole second, and then uh, it was, a, it, was it was a off throw, and he was able to throw, get third. Right? That's how they that's how they were able to score. Isn't that what happened in the previous game? Um, I'm I don't think so. The I'm, second game of the doubleheader wasn't there like a steal? Or no, it wasn't a steal. He was trying to pick him off. Oh, right? the yeah. He was trying to pick him off at second. He threw it into the outfield. Yeah. And they won three to two. <laughs> I think yeah. I think they sent the catcher down to the minors after that. Yeah, yeah. I think Poor guy. Um. So no, I thought you know I watched the game last night and it was great to see him pounce on him and come out ahead and then you know just watching him blow the lead just you know brought me right back to the seventies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the seventies yeah. and the eighties. But it was great to see him outlast them and, and try. And, you know, Bogarts was definitely due. So, yeah, you know, who knows? I, I like to, you know, I got to see, I got to see this, the, the kid play more from left yeah. field to really yeah. see what's going on. But, you know, we still have a good core, a really good core, you know, yeah. it would be interesting. And like you said, with those prospects, especially what's his name, Hudson Potts. Hudson Potts, yeah. I mean, he's not gonna he's gonna take an order for divers, but I understood he played some second base in the minors too. Yeah, they might be able to, <clears throat> you know, transfer transfer him over. Um, so they maybe. they might be, but and that Rosario kid, I guess, can fly. Yeah. And but you know, and if they can, I mean, I'd hate to see Bradley leave. Right. Because he's such a good center fielder, and he, he's he's a great defensively, but um, and you know, he when he gets hot, he gets blazing hot right but when he's cold he's freezing you know, know. well he won that, that series against the astros when they won the world series you know right but no i agree but it's it's good to be strong up the middle yeah and you hate to see an outfielder like that not play yeah or, or um, get you know, going. you're talking about how they had a like a great core um, yeah <clears throat> you know um you, you got Devers, you got Bogart, Vasquez, Verdugo. Um, I don't, I don't really know how Benny's going to be like when he comes back. Probably won't be back for the rest of the season. Um, you know, Martinez, the only I, – I personally, I'm not sure what he's going to – what decision he's going to make. Um, Is I, this the last year of his contract? Um, he has – an opt out this year, and then I think he has two more after that. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but I, I'm not sure. I have a feeling he's gonna opt in, only because I feel like the Red Sox will probably be the team that would pay him most. Um, out of any team. Hmm. Um, I just feel like the only other thing would be you know, National League. Um, having the new DH, um, I, I'm not. I have a feeling they're gonna um, put that rule in for next season as well. Oh, um, he can go to the Dodgers like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think they really need anything else. I mean, they were they were the first team in the majors to get 30 wins, right? I believe so. Um. Yeah. Well, I, I just I have a feeling Martinez is gonna opt in. Because he's probably gonna get more money, um, staying with the Red Sox, and you know he he loves being in Boston. Um, you know, uh, what do you, what do you think? 
you know, you 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 know, I think you're right. Um, you know, he a lot of guys leave usually to get a championship, but he already got one. Right. You know, so he already won a World Series. So there's, you know, I mean, he may want to win more. I'm not sure how he feels. Some guys are satisfied if you get they get one, they feel lucky enough that you know that's good, and and then they look to you know, set themselves up for the rest of their lives. Not that he's not set up for the rest of his life, but yeah, you know, the, then the money becomes the main thing. So yeah, I don't know of any content. I mean, any wealthy contenders that would be willing to pay for him. Right. You, you know, teams like Tampa Bay don't pay. Yeah. You know, the Dodgers pay, the Yankees pay. I don't know who else pays. I mean, the Red Sox pay. The Red Sox, yeah. Um, that's pretty much it from what I can recall. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I think it's a very good chance. And I think the Red Sox, too, have taken so much negative press from letting bets go. Right. If they let Martinez go, that will create even more of a well, backlash. I mean, that bets trade, I'm I'm really glad that they were able to get someone like Al Trudugo. He's mm. been a stud um, this season. He's been great. Um, he's got outfield assist. He's got he's hitting home runs. He's hitting doubles. He's hitting for average. He's getting RBIs. He's doing everything. Um, you know, I'm really happy that uh, they're able to get somebody that can be that good. He's um, very good. Yeah, he's been very good, and he's young too. I think he's on the younger side. Yeah, he is younger. Um, I think 26 maybe. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, right now, I'd like to introduce a new segment called The Bat Flip, where we completely flip the script and talk about something completely different. Okay. Today, we are going to be talking about... (laughs) You don't even know? I'm finding out right now. Oh. The NFL season. The NFL season. All right. So where do we start? Um, well, yesterday, the NFL just made their roster cuts. Um, released a ton of teams to release a ton of players. Um, well, well, let's start. What's your favorite team? I'm a Steelers fan. Always have been. Um, since this, I was first a Red Sox fan when I was a kid in the 70s. And it was just a heartbreaking endeavor. So when I started looking at football, I was looking like, who's good? Who's good? And the Steelers were really good in the 70s. So that's how I became a Steelers fan. Yeah. And it's actually quite a, a popular combination, Steelers-Red Sox fans. There's there's a lot of us. Yeah. Yep. I'm a Steelers fan, too. Yeah. Um. Well, the Steelers, uh, they're looking uh, very good for this upcoming season. They get Big Ben back. Um, hopefully have a healthy James Conner. Um, and uh, looking to try and make a push for the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's such a weird year for sports. You know, um, you know, with the COVID cutting everything off, it, and you know, the baseballs really suffered because of you know they, they had spring training and then they had a quick one and then. I think a lot of guys took a while to kind of tune in and football is the same thing with no preseason games. That's a tough, that's a tough road to hoe. I mean, it's just, I think 
the first few, the first month of the season is going to be like preseason. There's going to be a lot of mistakes and there's going to be a lot of, you know, just getting used to stuff. And that could really, I believe that could really, you know, make a difference in who makes the playoffs by the end of the year. Some team could come off hot and win games that they shouldn't win and get in and vice versa. Other teams, good teams could lose some games they shouldn't lose and that might knock them out. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, I've actually been doing fantasy football. Um, yeah, actually, um, I got Russell Wilson as my quarterback. Um, and then I got Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler running backs. Okay. Leo Jones and DJ Moore as my wide receivers. Mark Andrews as a tight end. DeAndre Hopkins as a wide receiver flex. And then I've got the Steelers defense, um, which I think is going to be very good this season. Um, you know, just like they were last year, you know, interceptions. Uh, you know, TJ Watt's going to have a great year again, um, possibly winning defensive player of the year. Um, yeah, I think uh, this, I, have, I think I have a good lineup. No, it sounds pretty good. I love the Steelers' defense is great. I think um, the kid they got from Miami, Fitzpatrick, has really made a big difference in the secondary yeah. for them. You know, he gets a lot of turnovers. He's 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 a you know they were always weaker in the secondary than in the front seven. So, you know, yeah, I don't see any reason why the Steelers can't play as good defense as they played last year. Their defense really kept them in a lot of games, and it'll be yeah. good to have Roethlisberger back too. Yeah, like they if if that um. Seven team playoffs. If that had happened last year, Steelers would have made the playoffs with a third string quarterback. Right, right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's um, right. You know, it's pretty much been their defense that's kept them in the games. And um, your 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 lineup sounds good. Uh, Cook is a great player, but he always gets hurt too. So you may want to try to get a backup for him from somewhere. Yeah. Even uh, even get yeah. the Minnesota even get the Minnesota backup runner or something. You know. Just to yeah. bolster him, because he's great, but he's—I think he's been in the year for three years, and he's been injured all three years. He's, you know, last year was a great year for him, though. Yeah, I've got Nick Chubb as a bench oh, back. So. Oh, he's awesome too. He's very good. He's very good. Yeah. Um, oh, you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, that'll wrap this podcast up. Okay. Uh, thank you for coming. Um, I hope you have a great day. This was my first podcast ever. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Okay. Happy to be the host of it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you.